comics godfrey and kareem green and you were just saying that your wife is next week so july birthdays what happened what, what well happened? well I, well i know with in in my case and my wife's case um we both have mothers that were uh november babies they and so if you do the math that's what uh-huh. i was i said okay well yeah that's nine months uh it makes sense we right. were birthday babies yeah. so well lucy her birthday is august 18th and then also, just based on a, a loveless marriage, um, <laughs> um, on Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Really? Right. Thanksgiving, uh, just like the pilgrims. That's nice. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I it was like I had a house full of people. I was drunk, and I'm like, "Hey, you got five minutes?" <laughs> he gave you three. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "What do you want to cuddle?" <laughs> I know. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are with Paper House Networks. Please listen to this ad from Pinch Music. Do you call yourself a music fan? Are you the one making the playlist for all the parties? Then you've got to listen to the Pinch Music Podcast, where we interview musicians, engineers, producers, and music lovers of all types. We even put together playlists for any and all occasions. So if you want to have the Beatles vs. Stones debate, pick up some engineering tips, or just discover a new artist, you got to check out the Pinch Music Podcast, all a part of the Paperhouse Network. Great, Great ad. It's, uh, it's so good to see you. Um, so you are someone that is on the road a lot, and not like just on the road, like other countries and continents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is probably the first time in how long that you've been anywhere for in long forever. Time. Yeah, yeah, forever, forever. The longest uh, stretch that I've probably not only did, uh, not been on the road, but just not been on stage. Yeah. I think that's what what most uh, most of us are sort of experiencing. Is um, I, I know last May of 2019, I was home um, all month, and um, you know after. After about two weeks, you know, the family's looking at you like, okay, right. It's, it's time, you know. <laughs> um, but I still was getting on stage, you know, uh, at the clubs in the city, instead mm-hmm. of New York, Cellar, Gotham, whatever. And um, this by far, probably since, since starting, this is the longest I've ever not been on stage. Um, yeah. And and it's 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 definitely humbling. <laughs> it's it's humbling, and uh, it's frustrating because we're used to you know that's our therapy. That's mm-hmm. that's yeah. every every comic you know. That's how we get it out. You know, I was talking before we yeah, went on the air about. <laughs> oh, seriously, the, the, yeah. you know that having that release. You know, earlier I was saying how. Myself and Will Sylvance, Kyle Grooms, Marina Franklin, my wife, a bunch of us, um, Rachel Feinstein, we all box together. We all have the same boxing trainer. And that was always um, an additional uh, part of sort of self-therapy, making sure, you know, part of our wellness is, you know, if anything's frustrating you, okay, I can go work out in the morning and then I can go work out at night on stage. Um now you know there's been a lot, lot of meditation over the last four months, yeah. <laughs> which I which I do anyway. Mm-hmm. But what kind of meditation do you do? I just I, I, I find find a place in every morning. I, I'm still yeah still for for anything from 15 minutes to probably 40 45 mm-hmm. minutes, and, and just sort of just clear 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 my space and sort of reset um, reset the battery oh, every day. Yeah, you know, but. Uh, but there are also days, you know, during the, you know f- four months of <laughs> four months of the same thing. You start start saying, "All right, I'm I'm sick of I'm sick of me." Right? Oh God! I'm sick of being now, around I'm me. Just telling Steve that I feel like one day it's like, oh, I feel good. You know, yeah. things are not that, that terrible. Um, right. 
there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And then the mm-hmm. next day I will be in the fetal. I just keep taking baths and naps. <laughs> yeah, no, I was talking to my friend and he was like, sometimes I shower in the middle of the day because it's something yeah. to do. Like yeah. I have nothing to do. I'll right. just like, go and shower. Right. And, yep. uh, right. It's nuts. No, and it's so, yeah. it's the fear of the unknown. It's like, we don't actually know especially for this business when it's coming back, you know? Right, right. So they, uh, scary time. You know, as you just said, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. They didn't tell you it was a train. Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, you know this, I, I think that's what every, every industry and all the people that work in every industry are sort of, there's that uncertainty of, us not knowing, you know, what's next. And because ours is, is an industry that, that thrives on human interaction. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's daunting and scary because like, okay, when we do go back, do we, is there going to be a glass, uh, yeah, you're uh gonna be like an shield in front? Yeah. Right. Right. It's going to be like the, the NBA players We're in a bubble on right. the stage and we have yeah. to like, walk side side step to walk you know all the comedians have to move to roanoke and just like create this incubation period. Roanoke. right right like that's that's where podcasts that you've done that you've, you've been doing live which is actually doing really well yeah yeah the, the podcast is um it's from the father Market protocol live on, on instagram every monday night 11 p.m um, and we've had this actually this past uh, week we had our 14th episode with uh, with Marina Franklin. We've had everyone from Tiffany Haddish to Jim Gaffigan, uh, um, Ian Edwards, uh, JB Smoove. Uh, yeah. Oh, Steve used to open for the, uh, You know we've. Did you really? Did I you? Did. I did. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, he's a great guy. Oh yeah. yeah. Man, let me tell you something, JB. Let me tell you something, fool. <laughs> JB is the coolest cat on the planet. Everybody else, because here's what was dope about JB. Everybody, you know, during the during the last couple of months of the quarantine, I think what's what's been interesting and fu- is sort of seeing um, people's people's backdrops during their zooms and their lives. Yeah, yeah. So I can appreciate candy that you have your kitchen in the microwave <laughs> and steve you just have some curtains i got a bookshelf with mm-hmm. donkey in the background you know <laughs> versus versus every you know the people that are like well let me you you can tell there was like there was some set design before yeah. the cameras turned <laughs> a on a lot of thought like, okay into it. yeah let me make sure that you can see the the mantle with the fireplace in the mm-hmm. background and like it's july you about your fireplace <laughs> jb did the ultimate floss jb did it in his hat closet he has That's a closet hilarious. just and and steve you've been on the road with him so right. you know he's big on his hats yeah and so he just had hats lined up and because we went we we did three hours and so after every hour um, cause it, cause you know, you don't know how long you're going to go. I think that, I, the average was about 90 minutes. I figured mm-hmm. so on, on, on IG live, you have to click out and come back in after an hour. So I figured I'll right, do about, yeah, yeah. Um, unless you're Godfrey, Godfrey can go for four hours. <laughs> no one knows how he has that hookup. Wow. Um, wow. But JB, he so changed I heard his mouth for four hours at a time, so... Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. time he usually does during a 15-minute set. So it's good <laughs> to it just goes like that. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, so JB changed hats for each hour that we did. That's um, so cool. we, Yeah, we went from 11 to, to 2 a.m. But it was, it, was, it was a great experience, um, specifically like with, with JB. I, I love doing it, A, because it, it gives... Um, selfishly, it gives me a way to reconnect with my peers, but also uh, altruistically, it's also helping them. You know, Jim Gaffigan was like, "Hey, it was like, hey, thanks, thanks for having me on, man. This I really needed this. I, it was really great just to sit and talk, you know, to another comic." And, yeah. and so I also do it for that, but also to to give um give the people that have a curiosity about um, our our world of entertainers and specifically comedy. Give us sort of some insight behind the curtain to see what we go through. Because I know online you'll get questions and stuff. 
Yeah, I, you know what? Which I I appreciate the feedback from people, but oftentimes I can't. So you know, if yeah. I, I'm talking to you, and so I, I people have said to me, they're like, you know what, Dean? What I really enjoy, you're a really good listener, and because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't mind giving up the spotlight and sharing because I'm curious too, and I'm I don't want to stop your talking, and then I'm like, oh, hold on, want to give a shout out to uh, <laughs> to Bearback Nine Seventy Three. <laughs> Says he's a big fan of yours, but, right. you know. So, right. So, so that's uh, and 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 the regulars know. So, what to to sort of um, quench the thirst of the the regular um, people that tune in. I I the first two minutes before I ask whoever's coming on to give me about two minutes just to welcome the people that normally are on, and right. then if they, you know if there's a big name like Damon Wayans was on. Uh, with with I think JB Smooth or Chris Spencer, so you know I don't think JB minds if I'm like oh JB David Wayne's is saying what's up you know that's I mean that's like right, right. of course yeah. so, so how many do you get that's just fascinating to me the live if, if, say again how many how many would you can you get like on a to watch it oh uh, with with Tiffany I think we had about two thousand total we like like right as 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 the yeah. As it ends, and then it says, do you want to save to your IGTV? It actually gives you uh, an uh, accumulation of how many people were on. Oh, that's really cool. During the feed. And I think Tiffany was like, Tiffany was about 2,000. Godfrey, we had about um, 2,000. Um, you know, uh, Yamanika, actually, they, they, were, they were probably probably about, you know, 500 you know mm. so it's just uh I, but 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 i like you know now everyone's telling me and i think i'm gonna do that I, i'm gonna have, i have to clear a lot of memory on my phone mm-hmm. <laughs> but i think i'm gonna put them up on uh youtube i'll start releasing them on oh YouTube. good idea you That's know great. um well, and, and, and released a whole special based on his lives or with right was, yeah which is so right there are definitely cool things that people can be doing. Right. Now. Well, and Nori just um, did something, right? Think like about um, didn't Nori just sorry, do a, a like an album that was completely recorded on Zoom? I think so. I think I, think, I did see. Yeah, the, Nori uh, Davis just put out an album that, that is yeah. all like Zoom. So there's really going to cool. be all yeah. kinds of crazy weird stuff, which is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. like the positive, right? It's like now you got to tap into stuff that you never really had to tap into before. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know for, for the clubs, um, and I, I, I predicted this, um, what, probably two and a half, three months ago in, in April. Uh, Cause actually you mentioned earlier that I do a lot of uh, overseas gigs and Godfrey and I were supposed to be in the, uh, the, Third week of um, of March, we were supposed to go to the Middle East. Um, myself and Godfrey had a tour um, where we were going to hit um, Riyadh and Jeddah in Saudi Arabia and uh, Qatar, Kuwait and Bahrain and possibly Dubai, but wow. it got pushed back. And so the, the promoters of those shows, um, what they've been doing to sort of keep people's attention is they started doing these... Uh, Early on, before a lot of other people were, they started doing the Zooms where it was just sort of a Q&A where, you know, there were probably like 75 people on a Zoom with Godfrey and I, and we were just riffing and, mm-hmm. and you know, talking, and people had, had a chance to sort of Q&A. But that's just a way, because we will make it back over eventually. It's just a matter of when when Americans start <laughs> start yeah. doing the right thing. Right. And, um, and... After after doing those, I said, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised um, if now there's a, a a live feed component anytime you do shows uh, moving forward. Where when when you do things on the road like that, and it just happened, I, I'm uh, I'm yeah. doing the um, the club uh, Acme Comedy Club out mm-hmm. in Minneapolis in um, in September. It just got booked yesterday, and in the deal memo, it actually says that. Um, it gives you like how much the tickets are. And then they also included, um, I think there's like a maximum capacity for the club, but they're also going to be selling online tickets for people that want to Because this is also something we're talking about doing with the theater in Connecticut, but it's the same thing. 
But you right. can protect, how protected are you? Because I know a lot of them are using the same technology that Netflix um, produces, right. but it, it's nothing for someone to go like this. Right, right. To right. record what you're doing, yeah. yeah. Right, and I get that, um, I understand that concern because you don't want people, well, people are doing that anyway. Yeah. You know, people, you know, how many times I can, there's so many times where, you know, and every club has the same, uh, uh, no, no camera photography, no, no, uh, videotape. It's always funny when people say videotaping. <laughs> Video. Oh, right. In the bodyguard where the guy, it's a gun, but he's off stage with his right, big. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you know, could you imagine being at a show and some, somebody has one of those in their lap, like I can see it, right? <laughs> um, but you know, people record this, record our shows, uh, unless you're uh, such a big name that the that the club is really policing the room and is paying someone specifically. You know, you go to uh, Jim Gaffigan's show or Kevin Hart's show or Billy Burr, and they have security guards that are just there to scan to see who's trying to sneak a photo. Um, a friend of mine, I actually got my friend um, tickets to see uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, um, uh, uh, Chris Mazzilli, um, You know, he was nice enough. He found oh, yeah. out my friends were coming. Um, he said, yeah, I'll, I'll get them. So, you know, it's going to be a quick, but I'll get them meet and greet. I got, I got them. So he squared them away. I was out of country when it happened. But when I got home, I saw all these messages from my buddy, so I check. This fool, <laughs> they showed up late, right? Oh, no. They showed up late and missed, missed when they made announcement. Um, no, no recording, no cameras. If we catch you with your phone out, you'll be escorted out. I think it was at Radio City. Um, they got in late. His <laughs> wife wants to take a picture. He's like, nah, babe, don't take it. She's like, nah, just, you know, just to show that we're here. They caught him. They kicked him out. As they're kicking him out, he's calling Chris Mazzilli, but Mazzilli's busy. He doesn't have time oh to, to babysit. And oh, he, no. Afterwards, um, after the smoke cleared, Mazzilli was, you know, because he's, he's such a uh, down-to-earth cat, he actually was apologetic and said, hey, next time. But it was actually on them. Right. right. You know, and then I'm like, dude, you, you, why, how could you do this? Like, I, you made me look bad. Well, Chris, you've got Gotham, right? So you'd think, like, either yeah. a little bit of, you know. Yeah. It's, not, it's frowned upon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dean, where did you yeah. start doing you know, stand-up? I started upstate in, uh, while I was in college in Rochester, man. I, I started, oh, cool. uh, my first time on stage was February... 21st 1992 wow uh, actually i i premiered a, a, literally the week before dev comedy jam premiered on hbo oh wow it was my first time on stage and i had been writing jokes probably at that point for about about nine years i knew i wanted to do it since since um 1983 when i saw eddie murphy delirious mm-hmm. and after that i just started writing jokes and bits and had like all of my all my notepads that i was supposed to have homework jotted down had you know booger jokes uh-huh. <laughs> you know fart right. jokes or whatever right and then uh i was um i was in school doing uh doing the august wilson's fences and showed up for rehearsal um early one time and they uh and since so i started wandering the halls and i went and uh, my school was having um Apollo night, um, two days from that. that, that was Wednesday. So Friday they were going to have Apollo night. And, um, I wound up on stage and the friends suggested, they said, you should get in the contest. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm finally going to do it. And, uh, and wound up coming in second place, man. And, and, wow. and, you know, it, it was born, you know, the, the, the bug bit me and, and still been chasing that, that sort of that high, right. uh, since, since all those years ago. So at that point, did you start going into Manhattan or did you stay upstate for a while before? No, that? I was I, I was up there until 90. I moved. I actually, 
uh, we just passed my 25 year anniversary. I'm good with numbers. Always been good with numbers, and oh, I moved. A skill that I I find that a lot of comics have. Yeah, yeah, like with numbers, dates. It's like yeah, specificity. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, I moved back because I was originally from the Bronx and moved back on June 25th, 1995, and then hit the ground running. And I was I was hitting every. Initially, I was hitting all of the urban rooms because um, mm-hmm. back back at that time, and I had talent. Um, was one of the guests on on uh, on the Father Market Protocol uh, like two months ago, and we were just talking about that era because he and Will Sil Vince they they hosted what was the hottest night in the city um, at Boston Comedy Club Sunday nights, regardless of who you were, or where you were in the city. If you were out on Sunday nights, you eventually landed at Boston Comedy Club because they had such a live crowd and any and everyone from, from like I said, Chappelle, uh, uh, Wanda Sykes, um, uh, geez, uh, Jay Moore, you know, Billy Burr, like everybody wanted to get on because it was such a great, great audience. And then from there, it was like, do that club. And like Boston was my first mainstream spot that I, that I was regular a regular now? uh i think now it's like a japanese okay. bar or something there was like talk of that being gone and bringing it back Maybe yeah there was yeah, talk that, about that, that. yeah oh, okay yeah like, yeah that would have been great quarantine dreams or what you know it's like right. sometimes they're outlandish and sometimes i'm like did i buy milk right that's funny that's yeah funny. And now we're from our sponsor, Above Water CBD Oils. Steve, I got mine yesterday. And? I am obsessed already. So I did have to look up how to use it because I have never really used it. And I know that the benefits of this can help with sleep, skin. You guys know I talk about my rosacea problems all the time. And you and, and I know that you initially thought it was a suppository. So you had to figure that I out. Did. I did. I did. I also did have to. <laughs> Honestly, I had to make sure I couldn't just put it on my skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we're not smart people. We never we're know. Not. But this stuff but is good. This stuff is good. And I will tell you, I am premenopausal. Let's get right into it. Mm-hmm. This reduces stress. We're in a quarantine. Yes. That's super fun. You put it under your tongue for about 15 to 20 seconds. Um, and I tell you what, I did it last night because normally I take like melatonin and I feel like I'm upping my game a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot flashes. You know what I'm saying. And how did uh, you sleep? Perfectly. No way. First time so, ever. I'm can, not can kidding. I, yeah. Can I say, I mean, my guess is that this, this is going to be one of the really high price points that it's going to be like an $80 bottle. Am I right about that or no? You are incorrect usually they go for sixty dollars this one goes for 35 35 bananas however you can get a little tiny bottle and when Mm -hmm. i say little tiny it's like it lasts it's gonna last you for quite some time because it's uh, a full ounce and you only take like one of the droppers is all you need per session (laughs) um it's 35 dollars. but if you use the code figuring it out all caps one word Yes. Um, you will get 20% off of that as well, which I think in my Louisiana math is an extra $7 off, correct? <laughs> it's, it's cheap, it's, avor- it's affordable, and it works. So right. we welcome you, welcome uh, uh, Above Water. If this ad gets any longer, we're just going to have to name it the episode. So Above Water CBD, go and get yours with promo code figuring it out. Thank you. Um, so... Oh, she's getting serious. She put this very serious. Yes. Um, I have to see. I'm 44, so I need to be able to. Read. I'm mad at that. Um, <laughs> the people sent, send us questions to ask, so it's like kind mm-hmm. of like you for us as a group. And my daughter does of one. Of And her question. Oh, good, good. Yeah. What is your favorite dance move, the one that you're best at doing? My favorite dance move? Yeah. I, shoot, I'm probably probably the wave. Like I'm. Ooh. Are you a good dancer in general? I'm I'm a, I'm a pretty decent dancer. Uh-huh. You know, my my wife might look at me like that. <laughs> funny, but no, I, I, I love dancing. I, I was a, I was a big uh, club head. We we were talking. It's funny because Marina. We were talking. I know Marina loves house music, and oh, really? um and so we. 
Yeah, she loves it was Chicago and uh-huh. house music is so big in Chicago. And so she actually broke down the difference between uh, house music in Chicago versus house music in New York. And, and then the difference with, like she said, hip hop was always people seemed like they were trying to be cool. She said, whereas house music, everyone was, there was a freedom and a celebration occurring. I was like, oh, that's it. I never heard it. That's very cool. Um, that specifically, but it made, it made sense as soon as she said, it. I was like, yeah, I, I, I get that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a good. What did you say? Roger Rabbit. Really? Do you remember that? I do. Of course, the, the Roger Rabbit was uh, Bobby Brown. Because <laughs> Bobby Brown would do it. He, he, he'd do that. And then he, would, then he would do the. Yep. Yeah. Roger Rabbit. Yep. See, That's you good. Can, I can't. Like now, everybody now, like my daughters are big on the uh, on the on the Millie Rock. The woke all the time. The woke is big. Yeah. Yeah. Woke is me. The woke. I don't even know what that is. Oh, the woke. It's one of them TikToks. I can't do it. It's something like. Oh. Yeah. See, and like TikTok, you know what? We really have to thank TikTok for keeping for babysitting our children. I know. Last couple of months. For real. I remember my, what, what every, what'd you say? I'm asking Steve if he had a move. Oh, yeah. I'm not a good dancer. I don't dance well, but I'm good at the electric slide. I've always loved okay. the electric slide and okay. at any function. Can you hop two times? Absolutely. <laughs> Ooh, I can hop now, three. Wait, wait, that's, that's the cha-cha slide. Yeah, there's she's a difference of, between the, oh, the electric sorry. slide. Yes. The she dated herself. She did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the electric slide is the original, but now there's the cha-chas. Two times, crisscross, yeah. slides, laps. We were just talking about this today. Everybody um, clap your hands. Speaking of music, do you remember the first album you bought? First album I bought, I think, was, uh, I was going to say UTFO's uh, Roxanne Roxanne. Could be mistaken. No, 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 no. You know what? The first album I remember it was Eddie Murphy's first album. Oh, Eddie really? Murphy, where, where he has the flower in his hands like uh-huh. that. I, I bought that. My grandmother gave me. It was like for my birthday. I think when I turned eleven or twelve, she gave me ten dollars, um, and I went down to Westchester Avenue in the Bronx, and there was a record store, and I bought Eddie's album. And uh, wow. And, yeah, so you always like, had a fascination with comedy, even when you were a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I knew early on. Uh, you know, I saw I saw the power of of, of making people laugh. You know, yeah. so doing impressions like, like you know, doing <laughs> and and I was like, oh, this. You know, I think most com- most comics when they were kids, the first time they made people laugh, they were like. Oh wow! There's some some sort of power in that, and right. even if you just you just mentioned Roger Rabbit. Tiffany said that's uh, that's that's when she decided she wanted to make people laugh from watching the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit because uh, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but um, at one point Roger Rabbit said to uh, said said to Eddie, "No, because when you make people laugh, they love you." And so she was like, "I'm going to make people laugh." Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's also how that interesting how that becomes a coping mechanism. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I've talked to a few people that it's been in a moment of like cafeteria or, or something that would be considered trauma for a kid. Right, right. Kids right. are laughing and then mm-hmm. they feed into it. So right. Then they become in control of that. Right, right. And that's how a lot of that stuff comes out. And that's why you're all a fucked up mess. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I know, and you know, it's funny, I, like, anytime I hear people say that, I'm like, are, are we, like, twisted or are we just, we get to voice it on stage? I think everybody is yeah. twisted. Yeah. Or, yeah, or is it every single profession, but it's more jarring because these are the funny people, you know yeah. what I mean? Right. Or is it just the human condition, but right. these are the people right. that make light of it, you know what I mean? So I think that that's part of it. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Candy, what about you, your first album? The first album, well, the first one I remember getting was The Staying Alive, the movie, the soundtrack. Oh, the, the, sec- the, the sequel. Was the sequel. From, um, uh, Frank Stallone, which I yeah, love. Yeah, Frank Stallone. Was, uh, 
cassette tape and I got it with the Brown Fisher Price tape player. Wow. I used to, let me tell you something about the Brown <laughs> Fisher Price uh, player. My sister got one. God bless you, passed. But uh, my sister, my little baby sister, she had one of those. And that became my boom box because I could, because back in the days, you know, this is before they had the dual recorders. Mm -hmm. So I would actually take hers and take like my father's old motivational speech, like Zig Ziglar tapes and, and put a piece of tape over so I could tape uh, BLS and Kiss Master Mix. Oh, wow. And then I would actually, I would actually match that up with with another boombox and, and and make tapes uh, with with that. That's so creative. Tapes. Yeah, you you put it you you put the tape recorder, the Fisher Price, right up to the speaker, yeah. but not too close because it would get right. distorted. So you move it back maybe a foot, and you can get pretty good recordings. Wow. Yeah, that was the first one I got, and then the first one I bought myself was Motley Crue, Doctor Feelgood. That was also the first. Oh one. wow. I ever went to. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. That's cool. Wow. The Ford opening. Alexi. Oh, Lita Ford. Kiss me once. Yeah. Oh, baby, baby. Kiss me deadly. Nope. <laughs> That's her. Steve, when, what, what was yours? Because I'm sure it's the last <laughs> <laughs> two years ago. Um, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. If, I wish I knew exactly what it was, but I remember when I was younger, I had a fascination with Sean Paul. Do you remember Sean Paul? Sean Paul. Yes. Like Ray. Well, I don't really rapping. care what people say. I don't I'm know why. Rush with them do. Just love the guy. Just loved him. And uh, I bought, Sean I remember Paul. I bought his CD. I thought it was so cool. So, really? Yeah, yeah. I was very into Sean Paul. Shut up, Paul. Yeah, exactly. That shows how big music, like how, how, how big hip hop became and then how big dance hall music became exactly. a decade later. Right. Because where, where are you from originally, Steve? Philadelphia. Yeah. So when when Sean Paul first came out, <laughs> I guarantee you he wasn't somewhere in Jamaica saying, you know, who's really going to like this. Yeah. A 12 year old Jew in Pennsylvania. A 12 year old Jew <laughs> in Pennsylvania. But we did it, Sean. We did it. Mercy. Colin. Yeah. <laughs> And that was a big record, though. That's you know big what I, I was happy when Sean Paul um, blew up because at least it was it was there was an authentic authenticity to you were getting rid like someone that people that had been into dance hall were also into, right? You know, because right. sometimes sometimes in the music industry they'll take uh, you know they'll take someone that really was was on the fringes of like the the underground. But they have like one record, one song that blows up, and then then they're the they're the great hope. Whereas right. like Sean, Sean Paul was getting a lot of play, um, uh, you know, in, in on the dance floor scene long before that album, long before that dance blew up. music though. I guess right. Yeah, kind of specific. Yeah. yeah. Can you yeah. Roger Rabbit to it. <laughs> <laughs> you can try slowly. You can have to do it slowly. <laughs> All right. Next question. We're going to get deep here. Do you do you have any examples, or can you think of any time that you have kept a promise, or that you've broken one? Kept a kept a promise. It isn't with kids, because I feel like you know what I, I, I actually going back to when I moved uh, back to New York. That was kind of promise that I made to myself and uh and my dad my dad is the one excuse me that made me move back to new york because back in the days you know everyone if you lived in new york city the goal for most parents was to was to move out of new york city and i just my mother just uh told me recently she said she said you you know um when i was when i was a kid my my uh my mother who's my nana um god bless uh nana said you know what um, when, when, when we move up, um, in our Latin life, you either move to Long Island or you move upstate to Westchester. Um, and I I asked my mother, so, so why did we do Westchester? She said, because long, she always thought, you know, they came up during the, the whole nuclear fear era. And they said, if you move out to Long Island, you're, you're disconnected and you have, you have further to travel 
to get away from. She said, if you move upstate, because we're in the Bronx, the Bronx is the only um, borough that's actually connected to the rest of the United States without a bridge, without, without having to go across a bridge, you know. And so we moved upstate. And by this point, when, when I started um, comedy, I was, I was getting on stage wherever I could, but it, it, was, it was more like a hobby. Like I knew I wanted to do it, but there was a fear of, I don't know how to take this to the proverbial next level. So one day my dad uh, says to me, and I'm still in college at this time up there. And uh, he says, Hey, what's up? What's going on with this comedy thing? And I said, I said, oh, I'm, uh, I said, I'm doing, I'm doing my thing, you know? And, and he's like, he's like, when was your last show? I was like, Oh, I hosted a fashion show two weeks ago. Right. And he's like, when's your next show? I was like, well, I, um, I'm doing this church show um, in three weeks. And he, and he kind of rolled his eyes. He's like, man, you're not really, <laughs> you're not really a comedian. You're like a reservist. Cause I was in the army at the time too. I was in oh, the army. Wow. So, so he's like, he's like, you're more like a reservist for this comedy. And I, my ego was bruised. And he, then he broke it down. He said, if you really want to do this, he said, you gotta, you gotta go back to New York. I know, I know you're afraid to, and I know, that your mother's not going to be happy. Mom's not going to be happy. But if this is what you want to do, you got to you got to commit to it. And so right after that, I said, you know what? I'm giving I'm giving myself this much time and I'm, I'm out of here by mid 95. So the, the promise both to my to my parents and to myself was I got to go. I gotta yeah. go. That's great. Candy, what about you? I mean, I feel like. I've done some stuff to sort of get out of things with my kid, but I've always tried <laughs> to say whether it's, you know, I'm going to beat that ass or you're going to be in trouble to, I'm going to take you to the store. Yes, you can get this. I feel like I've kept my promise. Like it was like, cause also it's one of the one th- like parenting rule that I learned. If you tell a kid that you're going to be punished or whatever, that you have to stick to that. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you don't, then they're like, well, you're never going to fall through or anything. Yeah. And then, that disrespect runs rampant. Yeah. Um, because in the heat of the moment, you can say like things. You're like, I'm gonna whip that ass, and then you're like, I'm not actually gonna do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, so I think I feel like I'm always really good about keeping myself in check, or at least being transparent with people, or not, mm-hmm. or underselling something, or not committing mm-hmm. to something. Um, unless I'm sure of it, but when it comes to with my kid, I don't, I'm sure I've fucked this up. I think we all have though. I think, I think, I think that's part of parenting. You know, there's there's no, there's no eight ball that has all the answers. And, and I, I think our generation, um, in comparison to our parents' generation, we we've gone above and beyond to sort of uh, perfect what our parents didn't do or didn't do well, yeah. and, and but that also has now created this this uh, this guilt where we're like, God, ah, did I do it right? And no one does it right because there's no there's no rule book. There's no there's no right or wrong. You just you you shoot you shoot for you shoot your shot and do the best you can and, and yeah. hope that you eventually if your if your kids don't appreciate it now that later on when they're experiencing it they're like oh okay you know what i get it mom was trying was was doing her best with what right. she had right i do feel like it's very much in the culture now to like examine yourself more than it was in the past and to like be reflective and to have like an honest appraisal of yourself and like what you've done right and wrong. And, um, I think that I'm, when I was dating, I I have a girlfriend, Gabrielle that I've been with for three years. And prior to that, I'm sure that I made a great, that was very smart of you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I made a great many promises, uh, that, that were not true. But I, I will say right when I met Gabrielle, I knew I wanted to be with her. And it was very important to me to like represent myself in, in the most forthcoming way and to like to not be wishy-washy about my intentions. Yeah. Like I wanted to be with right. her and I wasn't going to play a game. And she was in a similar spot where like she was over like the bullshit mid-20s sort of game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, right. we, we synced up pretty well. 
Let me no, explain what he used to do, though. Let's let's move on to the next question. <laughs> he would be brought a girl home. He would set his alarm for seven a.m. We do have to go. We do have to go. Say, um, I have to get up and get ready for work. And then he would walk the girl out at seven. Never had a job in my life. Back to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be mad at that because at least, you know, a lot of dudes would have dropped the ball and not walked them. You know, walked them out, and then she would like ring the buzzer, and you you you'd answer it twenty <laughs> minutes later. But I, I can appreciate that you actually seem like you, you walked around and then if she went left, you're like, well, the train's that way. So <laughs> he would. He would get dressed for a job that he didn't have. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I had to be in the office. Um, Dean, where, when and where did you meet your wife? We met uh, upstate at, at, a, at a nightclub, at a bar. Okay. At a bar. I was, uh, when I was in film school, a friend of mine was having a birthday party. She wanted me to shoot with one video camera. And uh, and so I shot like the, there was a male exotic dancer. And then afterwards, my wife just happened with to be Dante? there. <laughs> Mandingo. Mandingo. Oh. And, uh, and afterwards, uh, my wife was was having drinks with yeah. a mutual friend of ours, and I went over like, "Hey, Monique, how you doing?" Oh, hey, and she introduced us. And my wife had a, had a boyfriend at the time, so I, you know, I, excuse me, I laid in the cut. I waited, I waited my time. Mm-hmm. So, and we were, we were just friends for probably a year and a half, and then uh, and then we started dating, and then and the rest is history. Wow, beautiful. I love that. All right. Do you have family recipes or your own DIY tips for fighting illnesses? So do you have like homeopathic cures that you do for illnesses? I'm big on, you know what? I lost my voice last. Uh, so as a comic, this is for anyone that, yeah. that uh, finds himself eventually back on the road, right? <laughs> um, traveling a lot. My my biggest my biggest uh, I guess if it is a fear my biggest concern is just preserving my instrument, which is why sitting in front of the air conditioner probably isn't wise. But I know I'm not going to be getting on stage anytime mm-hmm. soon, right? Um, and so last last June, and I only know this because if if any of y'all are on Instagram, go to my. Um, my my archive not archives but you know the little highlights, round circles yeah. the highlights yeah and I actually lost my voice in Las Vegas last year I uh, I was going to be out there for the week we were doing two shows a night and landed on Monday and second show Monday I realized uh oh and I still had twelve shows to go and so um. I'm big on, I, I travel with, um, with throat coat, um, which is a great, uh, herbal tea throat mm-hmm. coat. Um, also I found out, um, it's called Manuka honey, Manuka honey. I don't know what kind of magical properties it has, but that Manuka honey, man, yeah. that, that got me right. It's um, and I was I was I, I went to um, Mark Coco Cohen brought me to Whole Foods and fortunately had it, and that that uh, got me through the week. And actually, mm-hmm. I could feel where it started healing. So I'm big on throat coat, manuka honey, um, uh, turmeric, like um, like if you get some sort of if you get like any sort of broth, right? Um, if you get like a, a, a chicken broth. Um, heat that up and you add turmeric, uh, black pepper, yeah. ginger. activates turmeric, so it's important. It's just important. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> look, at, look, look at the big brains on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, black pepper's turmeric, um, garlic. I'm big. Anytime I feel any, any slight illness, um, I, I, I do the garlic a lot. And honestly, drink a lot of water, man. I got, mm-hmm. Like, got if you stay hydrated, your body, I always look at your body is just like earth and the majority of your body and the majority of earth are water. So the best thing to do, my dad used to say all the time, make sure, make sure you flush, flush it out. Just drink a lot of water. So mm-hmm. those, those are, my, and, and my voice actually came back by Thursday. 
Thursday night. It, it was it was rough because, you know, I do a lot of things vocally with impressions and, and yeah. musicality yeah. and whatnot. And so Tuesday through Thursday, it was it was it made me proud that that I that I have some strong jokes written. Because, yeah, right. Because I couldn't rely on right. you know doing like doing doing Eddie Murphy's voice requires him going real low to going high, and, and I right. couldn't do that. Yeah, that's and great. That yeah, yeah, but that that shows you being amenable to your circumstances. You know. Yeah, you that's got great. it. I'm a big listen. I'm from South Louisiana. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so I'm a big fan of emotionally feeding and caring things, you know, with fried, like, I love Church's Fried Chicken, although now I just found a place over here that's, like, unbelievable. It's called, if you're listening, <laughs> White Counter, and I regret ever finding it now. It's, like, the best I've ever had. Um, Jack Daniels. Like, I don't mm. know if, if, if it's one of those things that I find, like, one shot of Jack Daniels. If you if you're a person that can have one shot, you know, people right. that can have all or go too far. I went through the, when New Orleans went to the Super Bowl ten years ago. Uh, I was so sick, and I was in Miami, not going to the actual. They were playing in Miami, but there was this mm-hmm. place that we were going to, and I was like, COVID. and i did i had one shot of jack daniels and i was good now listen it's good that's temporary though that will get you through it will not carry it does not cure right it's a band-aid yeah and it also also just might be all in your head (laughs) (laughs) um so i get a lot of headaches i've always gotten a lot of headaches and my family like when you have bad headaches, the Jewish guy getting headaches, shocking. What? <laughs> um, they always say that like a Coca Cola with a lot in a glass with a lot of ice. There's some healing property in that. So what? that I don't know why, but that is. No, I thing. use that for hangovers. Mm-hmm. See, That's interesting. Yeah, That's interesting. interesting. And you know what? And during all of this, I'm big on uh, you know um, the the people from the Caribbean, um, which my wife is and, and my grandparents are, big on uh, the power of, of citrus. And so every time we go out, um, spend, well, daily we do it, but especially when we go out, we always um, will we'll, uh, boil some hot water and then slice up some limes or lemons, but I prefer limes because limes are powerful. Squeeze uh, lime in and then add just a, t- a teaspoon of sea moss. Um, and that's supposed to supposed to um, help. I I ordered it, you know, courtesy of Mark Theobald. Mark Theobald, uh, uh, he put me onto the sea moss. The, the cool. lime I already and that big. Works on. as like a preventative, you think? Or yeah, yeah. It's it's supposed to, and and um, it's supposed to your immune system because, from what I understand, viruses can't exist in a. Uh, in a um, pH balanced system, right. so that that helps uh, pH wow. balance your system. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. save someone's life. <laughs> <laughs> um, our last question, which you know, this might be on the same topic. <laughs> Have you ever eaten food off of a oh. body? Whoa! Or- not. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> it's like what candy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, have you ever eaten food off someone's body or have someone eaten food off of yours? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Look at him go. Yes, I have. <laughs> Sushi things, what, do you remember what it was? Uh, fruit. Yeah, citrus. Fruit. Yeah, it's yeah citrus. Put a little sea moss, put a little sea moss yeah. in there. <laughs> oh, now I know where you get your sea moss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Candy, what about you? Um, Hold up! I know Candy has. She said she, <laughs> she Jack Daniels at the Super Bowl. Right. Um. Yeah, but nothing like exciting. Like I know, like in Sex in the City, or people have done it where someone's covered in sushi or whatever. I've wow. never done anything classy. Yeah, no. That's strictly for television. Ice cream for ice cream. Yeah. Oh, wow. Ice cream. Or, that's really it, I think. Ice cream, which is also very cool. Right. That works. Ice cream very works. Cold. Yeah. yeah. Have not, have not. I knew you were going to say that too. 
<laughs> I haven't done it. Something, something about waking up and, and walking her out and going <laughs> to an imaginary job. Let me know. Mm-hmm. Steve has not dipped I walk any the other part way. of his body I in ice I put cream. my Sean Paul in and I, and I walk up. <laughs> <and suffer>. <laughs> <laughs> Out of mercy. <laughs> nope. Where can everybody find you besides on Instagram? Um, that's mainly where I mean, yeah. like my my website probably is out, outdated right, and, right. and not updated as most comics are. Mm-hmm. But it's deanedwards.net. But if, if you want to correspond with me, like I'm on face i have a twitter that i never use right um i think what happens with social media is you find the one that works best for you i understood twitter like when i saw responses and i could never figure out who's responding responding right but you know what it actually works to your advantage because then people can't find tweets that to me there was always something about twitter that i was like Ah, you say the wrong thing and people yeah. first, use it against you. First rule of Twitter, so I, never tweet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So I so I was never big. I was always big on like reposting like when I was on Guy Code or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say they watch the show. But aside from that, um I use Facebook um but minimally, like mainly it's it's uh Instagram. It's I, Monday nights at eleven PM Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Yeah, Monday nights um, on Instagram Live. You can follow me at I A M Dean Edwards. I am Dean Edwards. That's who I am. And every Monday, 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific, we we have uh, you know some of your favorite comics that you know or some that you're you're unfamiliar with. Um, this coming week, we have uh, Finesse Mitchell, uh, SNL alum as well. Um, the following week, we have Jay Farrell, good friend, SNL yeah. alum. And then August, I'm doing. I'm doing all impressionists, all comics that are oh, happening cool. to uh, do impressions. So Jay, Jay is uh, starting off August um, with, with Jay. And then I have a couple other people I'm waiting to hear back. But it's, it's, it's been great, man. And, and, and if you want to see previous episodes, all are up except for the one with Ian Edwards because the video was, was uh, screwing up that night. Okay. But aside from that, we, we have Russell Peters, um, because he didn't want to leave me hanging, he did it while driving to have dinner with uh Gerard Butler and his and his uh Whoa. his his, <laughs> his trainer, you know. Wow. So because he, he was he didn't want to leave me he forgot. Mm-hmm. He forgot but he didn't want to leave me hanging. So well, that's nice. Yeah. 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 Well thank but you so much. Fun, no, thank, thank you so you, much for being you. with us. It's, I'm so happy to see you again. I'm glad you're doing well. I know, I love can't you. wait to see you, you too. I, I, I miss y'all. Love y'all. I will Stay see you safe, all buddy. soon. Thank Anyone so out much. there if you if you live in Minneapolis, I'll be in Minneapolis at Acme uh, the right? first weekend of September. Yeah, great. like the second through the fifth. So, well, I sure I, hope we see you before then. That's a great club too. Awesome! I'm one of my yeah. favorites in, in yeah. the country. So, Candy, Steve, thanks for having me. I miss you, buddy. Y'all. I will see you soon. Love you, Dean. All right, y'all. Have a good one.